You're listening to the two dumb users. Who is this guy? What do you do for fun? I, I'm part of a podcast with other hosts that makes fun of me nonstop. Most people, whenever they exactly. get ready, they get ready to do something. They have a uh, you know a morale boost. Hey guys, you know let's make this nah, a good show. Like, maybe smack some asses, you know, or whatever, and let's do this. And uh, not Mike. Yeah, I have total. Mike's like Mike's like, yeah, I got to do this podcast with you, fuckface, and uh, you know. Yeah, that's you know it was a rough day. Work was stupid. Everything else was stupid. So I was, you know, I'm just gonna bring in here, boys. You know, no offense to anyone. It's just, yeah, you, know, you know, I'm treating everyone was, the same today. It wasn't today. directed to me. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just treating everyone the same today. Everyone's getting the same blase attitude for me. I like I don't it. I think blase was the right word to use there, but, you know, I'm going I with like it. it. I'm going with it. I, I, I honestly can say I, I enjoy it. I like it. It's yes. how I choose to live my life on an everyday basis. This is this is how I'm here today. Uh, I'll be entertaining. Board. You know, I'll be entertaining today. All right. We are all set and ready to go. Good morning, everybody. Yes, welcome. Welcome yes. back to the show. This is the Two Dumb Yinders episode 381. Back with me today are Mike with a terrible attitude. Derpy, who's done nothing wrong. Oh, uh, that's debatable. <laughs> okay, that is debatable. All I'm right, sure I, I can find Derpy did Derpy. something wrong today. I agree. I will make it up and make it sound like it. I will gaslight him until he apologizes for something he didn't do. Oh, that, doesn't make do. Me, that doesn't paint me in a good light. So, no, I If anyone has to apologize, it's you, you Mike. Why? Yeah. Why? You called me Baldy. But he has he has the rights. He beat you in the uh, in the in the picks mm-hmm. last week. Well, yep. he took it seriously. I was I just took it as preseason. I was just throwing out guesses. But that in preseason, that's as good as the next guy. There's no true way of, uh, you know, predicting these preseason games because nobody plays. Oh, he's asking who's starting, who's their fifth string tight end, <laughs> who's and, and, their and, swing man, you know. he's In his defense, we didn't know any of the answers. Yeah, because he's we sitting didn't, there we looking didn't have at anything to I, I guarantee you, he had like DraftKings up and whatever. He's scrolling through the betting odds going, yeah. I'm taking them, I'm taking them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm on to you, Derpy. If it means anything. We didn't have any answers. Anything anything he asked about anything, I, I had no answer. I, I had know. no answers. I don't know who the third string quarterback for this team. I don't know. Who knows? I was just out here winging it, and Derpy's just like, I'm not. He doubled down, took it seriously. Couple uh one one set of numbers that I found pretty amazing. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Justin Fields for just a moment. Mid great. Right. Let me tell you about one guy says mid, one guy says great, and I'm gonna tell you how it broke down. In his past preseason game, he went three for fourteen, for one hundred and twenty-nine yards. They were. Let me, let me explain. Oh, they were great passes. Three receptions. One had the air time of negative, the air distance of a negative three yards, <laughs> but the receiver gained eleven. Okay, the next pass, pass two of three, had the air uh, reception of negative two yards. Another throw behind the line, mm-hmm. and the receiver turned that into a 62-yard touchdown. And finally, the third pass, three of three, was also negative two yards. Every pass he threw was behind the line of scrimmage, and that turned into a 56 yards. So 129 yards on three How balls. How did Claypool do? I don't even think he played. I think he's hurt. 
but the third, all three passes he had, none of them went past the line of scrimmage. But if none of those three passes were completed, he doesn't get the long touchdown. They don't get those yards. So he was a key cog of those plays. He made the correct read, identified the no. right guy. He executed the play. He was he went three for 14 and three passes behind the line of scrimmage and the, and the receivers made it happen. He literally did nothing. And that's not his fault. It is one of their receivers over DJ when he was three for three and he, and they took it to the house. It's not his negative three, negative two, negative two. Did he complete the pass? A total of negative seven error yards is what he threw for. It's not again. What the receivers did after that is the yak. And that has nothing to do with the the quarterback. If he didn't, if he did, he went three for 14 for negative seven error yards for 14 on that game. Did he? Yes. Three for three that game. Well, he missed the next eleven. The next eleven passes. Hold on. In this preseason game, can I have the Bears receiver over was DJ? Three for three, 129 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know where you're getting three for 14 from. He was three for three. I, I will look back into where I got it, and I'll get back to you shortly yeah. after the show. Because I'm looking at ESPN right now. He was 100 percent complete. I, I, I listen. I believe you. And I don't care. What I'm saying is, <laughs> everybody had. <laughs> Kenny Pickett was the worst quarterback in the world because all he was throwing was these flat passes. And all they have Justin Fields doing is throwing these flat passes. And, and he's, this guy is great. This kid's going to be great. This kid, I haven't seen anybody. I, I haven't seen Justin Fields really do anything where I would rather have him on my quarterback than, than most people, to be honest with you. Uh, give, give me Justin Fields, man. He He's rounding. And I will beat form. your team. If you take Justin Fields and, and, and I was against your team, I would beat your team. I promise. Just like everybody else does in the, uh, I just find it. I just find it funny that Derpy hates an, a former Ohio State player. Do you like anyone who went to your college, Derpy? Because you hate every former Ohio State player. Uh receivers that oh, we didn't draft. We kept system. with DJ. So Justin Fields, three for three. You know, he if he doesn't complete those passes, they're not, they don't go nowhere. Mike, he anybody could complete those passes. They were behind. But the anybody did not. Justin Fields completed those passes. That's right. That's right. That's Justin right, Fields baby. is the only guy that can't throw past <laughs> the line the, of scrimmage. Hey, You're right. Hey, it works, man. He, you know, he executed the game plan that that was given to him. He they executed win? the play. Oh, I don't know. No, they didn't win. They lost it's a preseason game. Anyway, Mike, they lost all last season. He, he played, he played you can't you can't justify by saying it's preseason he, because they he don't had win two drives, time. two touchdowns. What more do you want the Mike, guy to do? Throw further than seven yards negative is what I'd like hey, to see I'm, him do. I'm looking at that he completed pat three passes for. You know that's not going to go in regular season, right? You know that that's not going to happen. I I hope I hope know that once they start hope, playing starting defenses, that's not going to happen. Oh, I hope their first two drives are screen passes that go for touchdowns. I you know what I'd be <laughs> that would be interesting. Perfect. You want to make it interesting? Perfect. That would be perfect. I'd be I'd be willing to put a hundred dollars that that won't happen. Well, yeah, because it's a, like a, a, no, no, no. Hold on, you you were just talking. Just, no, 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 no. Probability. No, I said no, I would no, like no, it for no, it to happen. I didn't no, say no, it no. was going to happen. No, 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 no. You're creating. Oh, so something now you're gonna, now you're going to backtrack. Oh, yeah, wait, 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 of course. This I is such a good thing. This is amazing. This oh, is I said bad. it would be great if it happened. It I was lucky. Yeah, it was pure preseason luck. Hey, that's all that. Hey, man, they don't ask how; they just ask how many. Now, anyway, and he got two, and he got three. Keep monitoring these athletic quarterbacks and see how great they do. That's all I gotta say. I, I got one or two in my mind that is probably gonna be successful just, for long term. The rest of these guys, they're, they're just not gonna hack it, man. I'm telling you. I, I just you, you know, be hey, able to throw. You gotta be he, able to throw in a he, passing he, league. He he did. He threw three times, and they were caught. Mike, three he times. threw three passes behind the line. That's not. Uh, come on, they're, they were You're being silly. They were they. They were caught by a receiver, and that was taken for a touchdown twice. That has nothing to do with him. He, That's he, all he, yak. 
All yak. Hey, he he executed that means that means it has nothing to do with the quarterback. It's a you team know that, effort. Right? It's a team effort. He got it to the mm. yak. It's a team yeah. effort. Team effort. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Did, did, did he did he sign with the Jets? He signed, he signed with the he Jets. Did. Yes. My concern about the Jets is this, and it's almost the same concern that I have with us. But you know what? We 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 didn't go after the highest pro- profile people as the Jets are with Aaron Rodgers, as Dalvin Cook, and a few other guys. A lot of times when you put these teams, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to buy a championship and you're seeing it more you in can't sports. can't buy championships. Every, well, you're, you're, you're seeing it more in sports now. It's becoming a, a thing. And a lot of times when you have this situation, it's hard to get a cohesiveness, especially when you're trying to do it in a small window period of time. It's going to be interesting. And don't get me wrong. The Jets are a team that I want to watch. They're a team that I've been talking about. And they're a team that I do want to follow. I find them very interesting. But legitimately, Mike Derpy, what do you think the chances of the New York Jets hoisting the Vince Lombardi Trophy in February actually are? Better than they were for them last year. Yeah, but I, you know, if they were in the NFC, I would, I would put them as one of the top teams. Yeah, the AFC is too know, tough. It's, they're too tough. Yeah, yeah, they're they're playing the AFC too tough. Is way too tough. But I I do like the addition of Dalvin Cook. You know, he came from you know Minnesota where it was like him and Justin Jefferson. He was already splitting time. You know, you know. He had a. He knows how it is to operate with another star at on offense at the receiver position. So, you know they have Garrett Wilson there, who, who I think is going to be a star wide receiver. So he's going to be used to that split, split workload. But it's it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, last year we were saying like you know the Jets were a quarterback away. It's just Aaron Rodgers. He he's that guy. He creates distractions on his own. And, you know, going from Green Bay media to the New York media, I think that might be the issue right there. How long can Aaron Rodgers keep it together before he causes a distraction? Because I think that team was – that's good, man. They had That that defense is good. And they got some really good young players. I I think Aaron Rodgers is the one to worry about. Everyone else, I think that they brought in will be won't come in just fine. Uh, Delvin Cook, you put him in Brucey Hall, who just came back from injury, just activated from his knee injury. He was – on pace be one of the better rookies at the running back position last year before he got hurt. So if he can come back healthy, you have him and Delvin Cook splitting the load back there. That's going to be huge. But I it's can't just, wait to see for it. me, it's all Aaron Rodgers. I, he's going to be the, you know, the straw that stirs that drink. I, can't I don't think they'll do it. anything. I think they're going to do something, but here's the thing. I think the AFC East is so strong. They're going to beat yeah. the shit out of each other over there. Yeah. And, you know, and hopefully yeah. that plays to our advantage. You have, you know, Buffalo who, who's certainly counting on big things this year. You have the, uh, who's the other team, the dolphins. I mean, they, you yep. know, basically the dolphins and the jets are kind of, they're, they're doing what they did last year. They're, they're starting, they're looking for that springboard and it started for both of them last year. They both took off um, and, and they both kind of just hit a brick wall this year. Yeah. I think both of those teams by the key additions that both teams, Miami and New York has made, they're looking for something bigger this year. And, you know, you can never – I think you could count out New England. New England's not going to be hoisting their Lombardi trophies in February. But, again, you throw them in the pack, the, the coaching is good enough, and they do have a, a couple of pieces in place to where they can make it difficult enough, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a, a breezed walkthrough of the AFC East. I, I, I'm Like I said, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I, I can't wait to watch some Jets games just to see what they really have going on because, on paper, this team's going to be a lot of fun. They're good. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, you can't put, wait for injuries. Garrett Wilson with, uh, my God, with Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson put up good numbers last year with that quarterback carousel that they had last year, and he's only going to get better. And now they have more weapons around him in the passing game. And yeah, Delvin Cook to that running game. Paul comes back healthy. That defense, 
that defense, my God, I, I they're one of my favorite defenses in the league, and I think they're only I mean, going to get better. They have a lot of young players that are going to get better too. But you know, if I mean, if Miami, uh, if their quarterback Tua can stay healthy, that's three tough teams there. And New England, like you said, they're not the New England of old, but that they also have a really good defense. Too. It's like playing a bad Steeler team. Yeah, because they're not the good Steelers that you're used to Man, seeing. They're going to find a way. You don't want to, you don't want to end up in Heinz Field playing them. Sometimes it's just yeah. you're you're going to get, you know, a, a, you're going to get a fight, and that's yeah. what you're going to get with the Bill Belichick coach team. You're going to get a fight. You're going to get a well coached team, a team that has mm-hmm. a good strategy put in place. Whether they're able to, uh, you know, to do the things that they want to do, that's that's a whole other question. But the AFC East, the whole AFC, I, I think, is strong this year because you do have Jacksonville, you know, rising from the crop in the AFC South. Finally, somebody in the AFC South is able to move forward for once. And, and, and I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be able to do something out of the AFC West. Of course, you got Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, the Chargers. The Chargers are another team. They get into yep. the playoffs last year. So, I mean, a couple teams from that division, a couple teams from the South, a couple teams from our division, you know, possibly three teams from our division, plus yeah. everything that the AFC East has going on. Uh, I, 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 Again, if I was a gambling man, I would put my money on on the AFC side this year as far as, you know, going all the way. On the other side, you have San Francisco, you have Philadelphia, and maybe Detroit. But um, I, that, that NFC South is a disaster. It's a joke. Uh, so, I mean, this year, watch your AFC. The AFC is going to be real strong. And I don't know if that bodes well for us, but um, – like, Again, all we could do is play the games on our yeah. schedule and, and uh, might, see where see where it lands. Yeah, yeah, that were that's where the NFC might have an advantage. You know, you have the AFC side that's so stacked; they're just going to beat the hell out of each other. But they're they're, the they're going to be used to playing good quality. Yeah, that's true. Games, you're going to be yep. That's the, be that's the other side of the argument. Yeah, they're going to you know you're, you're going to play the Bears and you're going to play the the you know and then all of a sudden you're going to show up to play a Buffalo or a Cincinnati mm-hmm. or you yeah. know. So I, I do like the AFC uh, in a sense more this year. Also, guys, was uh, the Ezekiel Elliott to the Patriots? Did that happen? Did that go through, or is that just still in the it balance? Did. It did. Go it did. Through. Yeah. And, and again, this isn't going to make the uh, New England Patriots a Super Bowl champion. I, I you know what, I I, I could see him. I, I don't know what their running back situation is up there. They have a. I always mess up his first name. Ra- Ramondre Stevenson. I okay. probably butchered that name. I yeah, like, he's a, he's, pretty good. Yeah, he averaged like five yards a carry last year. He's he's a tough, tough running back. Yeah. But again, to get through that division, it's gonna be it's gonna be a gauntlet. Uh, you know, I could see Ezekiel Elliott just totally totally flatten out and and you know, by the end of the season, maybe give a situation or two, maybe I don't know, an injury, something. At the end of the season, I could see Ezekiel Elliott being on his way out of the league. He just has that feel now where he's been stagnant for some time. Yep. If he goes to another team and can't pick it up and can't develop that that name back for himself, you know, I, I could see him being shit out of the bottom of the NFL pretty soon. Yeah, because I'm looking. My he's going to eat good there. <laughs> like he hasn't – his numbers aren't that terrible, but it's – I know, wouldn't pay him. You know, he averaged 3.8 yards last year, but he had 12 touchdowns. Yeah. You know, so it's like he yeah. putting up production – Touchdown wise, but yardage wise, no. So if you use him, I like, mean, did, did they use him, him on a Jerome Bettis? Yeah, that's plan what I was or... about to say. Yeah, use him as a that bus type. Hey, we're gonna just put you in at short, short yardage situations and to close out a game. We're gonna make you, you know, the modern day bus. Just embrace that role. Jerome had like you know two carries and like seven touchdowns yeah, somehow. Like, yeah, 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 three carries, two two yards and three touchdowns. So yeah, yeah. make him that guy, and I that would be actually smart for them. You know this. 
use him in key, you know, in short yardage situations. Don't make him a workhorse. He's not a workhorse anymore. Then, no. you know, he hasn't been a workhorse for quite a few years, in no, my opinion. Like, yeah, like his, you know, my God, he's averaged like four yards a carry every single year up until last year. But he's still not that. He's not that explosive runner no. that he once was. Not that explosive guy out of the. It's a shame he went to the Cowboys. Now yeah. that's that was perfect where he went. You know, he the, him, the, the, the thing, they had their win. opportunity. They, the Cowboys had that window of opportunity. Mm-hmm. They had they the top running back. They had the top. You know, they just it, it was. I, I don't know what the hell the Cowboys have been doing for the past thirty years. Yeah. I just don't understand it. They should be have been able to be a little bit more successful at, mm-hmm. at some point in the last like, thirty years. Like Romo for what he was, where they got when they he was a free agent, right, or a late round pick. You know, okay, he played, he exceeded expectations. Dak Prescott being director where he was exceeded expectations. They're thinking they can just find a quarterback anywhere and luck into a quarterback. And it's showing in this league, you more or less have to get your quarterback in the first round. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go on to win a Super Bowl. Let me tell you, and that doesn't even guarantee you. Listen to this. You know how lucky, you know, like we're having the situation we're having right now in Pittsburgh with, with Pickett and the quarterback <laughs> because yeah. we hit the lottery. Mm-hmm. Back in 04, the Pittsburgh Steelers went many years without having a good quarterback and people and the fans were ready I to remember. strangle each other and kill each other. And yep. the Neil O'Donnell's and the Mike Tomzik's and the Kent Graham's and the Cordell Stewart's and the Tommy Maddox's and the, just a whole bit, you know? So the Steelers in a draft that has Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers, two big, biggest names in college this year. And they, they picked this guy out of Miami of Ohio mm-hmm. that nobody's really ever heard of. That the Browns passed on. And, and and they draft him. And guess what? We hit the lottery. Yeah. We hit the lottery. Uh, he's, what, somewhere between fifth and seventh best all-time passer in yards, a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. records. It's not guaranteed that you're going to get this franchise. It's hard. It's hard. It's a very difficult thing to do to find your franchise quarterback in the NFL. It's very difficult. You know, a lot of times the Browns, we laugh at the Browns because, of course, they deserve it. But how many times have they picked that number one guy at quarterback? Again, don't you know, we could laugh at Johnny Manziel. But if you look at, you know, you go through the names and you go back through times, Mm -hmm. they pick the number one quarterback, the guy that performed the best in college. This is the guy that's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. There's a lot of things that go into that. You could, you could, uh, you know, it's got to be the right team for the right quarterback for one. For two, we hit the lottery. We hit the lottery, and we're expecting to get lightning in a bottle two times in a row, mm-hmm. which is very unlikely on, yeah. on on every level. Yeah, we just have to hope for a guy that does well enough to help us win football games right. and, and, and you know get some things accomplished. But it's so many people don't realize. Again, yeah. Mike, a lot of these fans they they live only through the Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger yeah. era. And as I mentioned to many people throughout that time, I said, "You just watch. You just watch. There's going to be time after Ben, mm-hmm. and, and and it's going to be a it's going to be a shock yep. to you because we know what it was like to go from from Bradshaw yep. to Big Ben, and uh, it was stressful. Yeah, it was stressful. I, it, Mike." It's like, you know, we had times where we thought, okay, is Neil O'Donnell going to be the one? Right. Is Cordell, Cordell going to be the one? Is Tommy Matt? Every Tommy quarterback Matt, you get. So, you, and that's what, you know, I hope, I hope Kenny Pickett's the one, but maybe that's why I'm kind of down on him is be, not as high as everyone else is because I lived through those false dawns. I was like, this is we, the guy who's going to get us there. And, you know, he, sh- you know, everyone was showing kind of like how Kenny did. He had, you know, flashes really here and there, other stuff that didn't flash. So you like, you pick out the good. Cause you're like, all right, we got one. And then like, we saw that with Cordell. We saw it with 
O'Donnell. We saw it with Maddox. We saw it like with Tom Zach, to an extent. It's like, you know, you live and again, you think you have one, so you want to talk them up. You like have, you have to hit that lottery. So many yeah. things have to go right for you yeah. to get to get make that mm-hmm. that move actually happen. Yeah. Again, and then Jacksonville, takes, they have one. Jacksonville has mm-hmm. Lauren, um, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. But again, it takes many things. It takes you stinking at the right time. Oh, it takes yeah. you falling to a spot in the right year. And having it the takes right him coming out at the, the right time. There's so many things for you to hit this lottery, yeah. this franchise yeah. quarterback lottery. And, you know, only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell. And, and, um, and, and again, may, I, I wish we wouldn't have hit that lottery because now everyone is so <laughs> everyone is so um, spoiled in a sense because yeah. if we don't get this guy, you don't know. There, it, you don't it's, know. It's, yeah. if, if you know how to get the – listen, guys – if we knew how to make this happen, every team would be doing it. The mm-hmm. fact of the matter is yeah. it's, it's hitting it's the lottery. Still, it's, it's catching lightning in, in a bottle. Yeah. And it's, it's an inexact science, you know, you're right. People thought, you know, um, Mahomes was never going to be any good because he played in the shotgun in college. That's not going to work in the pros. It worked in the pros. You know, Tom Brady was, didn't take football seriously, more or less got drafted as a favor. Look, look how that turned out. Sixth round. Yeah. Sixth round, round quarterback round. and he becomes the best quarterback round, ever. Yeah, so yeah, there's and, no, you know, you're right. There's no, and, there's no, in the Ben draft, you know, um, Cower wanted to draft Jermaine Stevens. Yeah. But no. only, but Ben fell there and him and Colbert hashed it out to her. Like, okay, this is the guy we're taking. You know? And on the it, other hand, you have uh, in 2004, at this point, Peyton Manning is, is starting to tear up things with, you know, putting his numbers mm-hmm. and, yeah. and starting to make this team You're better. Like he's gonna, and everybody's sitting there thinking, the my God, why don't, why didn't we take Eli? Why wouldn't we take a Manning? This is crazy. Who was this yeah. Ben guy? Who? There's no, there's no, you know, yeah, it just has to happen. Looking at it now, it turned out pretty well for us. Yeah, and like right. Ben at the time though too, he was, there was a lot of people saying like he had the greatest upside out of those two, those who were going to get your immediate jump out of them. But Ben in the long haul, one guy's out of the, the old Miss, one guy's out of yeah, the Mac. You get the guy out of the Mac. Know? Like I was talking myself into um Philip Rivers, and then we got Ben, and I had to talk myself into him. And like for the longest time, like I didn't want to believe in Ben. Then you then you watched him all throughout camp, watched him all in that preseason. Like, okay, this guy might have something. And then he just that rocket, you know, of a season. Oh, come on, post rehab. Yeah, post rehab, Kerry Collins was not good. You know, Kerry Collins, when he was liquored up, I think he was a better quarterback than he was sober. Kerry Collins was a dick. I used to he work with this dick, lady. He could play. He could play. This lady that went to school with him at Penn State, and she said he was the biggest asshole on the campus. I think it's because and she was... said it was, on a campus that had a lot of assholes. She said oh, he yeah. was like the king oh, asshole. Yeah. And it was the it was the alcohol. But you know, hey, I, I think know. the alcohol made him a better player. And I'm not saying that facetiously. Like after he came I... back from rehab, he wasn't the same player. I, I yeah. Uh, a couple things regarding Steelers, the Steelers, the Steelers, uh, some moves over the past couple of days. They signed cornerback Labert Hill, Labert Hill. They waived cornerbacks Duke Dawson and Isaiah Dunn, who are both uh, injured. Uh, they are hosting veteran slot cornerback Corn Elder. I want a guy named Corn on my team. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but Corn will not be joining the Steelers. Uh, we've signed Neville Clark. And that's what I was going to say next. Okay, Signing Neville Clark out of Michigan University, and he was an XFL standout. That was a uh, Hill. Hill was the one from Michigan. Um, you sure Neville Clark wasn't out of Michigan? Uh, nope. Uh, Lavert Hill went from Michigan, and he was from the St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, okay. And Clark was the one from. Oh, well, anyway, New Orleans it doesn't really Breakers. matter because I really don't think either any of these guys. Uh, yeah, are I don't matter. think either of them are going to be on yeah, the team. Yeah. 
So you know, you'll see about the last two preseason games. That might be about so I'm just going to throw a bunch of names that you do what you will. They're not going to be on the team in three weeks. Also, Spencer Anderson's playing every position on the line. These yes. uh, coaches are very happy with the seventh round pick out of Maryland, guys. Spencer Anderson mm-hmm. is uh, making coaches happy at every position center, tackle, guard. Yeah, what do you I think like, about Spencer I, I Anderson? Like, you know, positional flexibility is huge. Not usually, you can play like left, you can have someone who plays both tackles, both guards. This guy. I, I don't know if you read the article, but it was like, oh, yeah, I, the coach was like, hey, you're working on the left. Focus on the right on the inside. You guy was getting ready to play left tackle all game long, and they throw him in at right tackle, then they throw him in at guard. So that's a huge swing. To, and, like, the players are saying that's incredible that he's able to do that because, you know, you have to know every single blocking assignment for everyone across the line, then, not just your own. And then they found a what just messing around snapping. They realized, oh, you can snap, you can play center. He's like, yeah. Uh, this guy might be a better center than Kendrick Green is right now. So I, I, I thought, I, you know, Spencer Anderson, seventh round pick. Okay, this this is like our typical project guy in the seventh round. You know, they said a store out in the middle of the field. They put the ball on it and yeah. it plays center for the quarterback. Be better. I, I would Kendrick rather have the stool than Kendrick Green. Yeah, but, you know, I, I kind of reading that article day about, you know, Anderson made, made me feel even better about a seventh round lineman. Like, you know, this guy has something in the, how the way he's performing – in camp, doing everything that the coach is asking, doing it, you know, surprising everyone. That's huge. Like, we got another steal in the draft. I don't think he'll dress it all this year, but if they can sneak him through the practice squad throughout the year, that's going to be huge down the line. You know I mean, huge. it depends. I mean, offensive linemen, they could drop. And, and luckily yep. for us, we went out and we got nice depth this offseason. Well, we so I, hopefully the offensive line won't be an issue. Yeah. Uh, one thing before we do switch over. The longest active streak without a last place finish in the division, top three. And guys, want to hear? Oh, yeah. This is the longest active streak without a last place finish in their division. Number three, the Packers. They haven't finished in last place since 2005. Hmm. Number two, the Patriots hasn't finished in last place since 2000. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, guys, number one, they haven't finished in last place in their division since 1988. 1988, guys, if there's any questions. franchise. There's there's so many things that point to that. Uh, But, yes, 1988 was the last time this team finished in last place in their division. That's the most amazing statistic I've ever heard in my life. But uh, we must move on, fellas. Uh, Pitt, real quick, MJ Devonshire is placed on the the Chuck, what is it, Benaric? Yep. The Chuck Benaric Award preseason watch list. So this is going to be a big name that you're going to want to keep an eye on this year. If you are a Pitt fan, is MJ Devonshire from Aliquippa because <laughs> blink your eyes, he's going to be in the NFL. Blink your eyes, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So, Well, yeah, he went to Aliquippa. He went to Pitt. That's, you know, they produce Hall of Famers. That's what the, that, that's the, that's that's the formula. What they do. That's what that's they the do. formula. Yeah, and he can come to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Him, and Joey, him, and, him and PZ Jr. at corner, I'll take it. Uh, we got to jump over to do some baseball real quick. Unfortunately, guys, Ugh. the Pirates lose to the Ugh. Mets 7-2 last night. They dropped the 53-66 and 66 overall. Quinn Priester goes five, gives up seven hits, six earned runs, three walks, had three strikeouts. They are now officially in last place. They are 12 games out, tied with the Cardinals. And officially in last place. I love it. Uh, Brian I was Hayes, wrong. The only one to do anything. He went two for five. He had an RBI. 
game three, two, game two of three tonight at 710 at City Field. The pitching showdown is going to be between 0-7, Bailey Falter, <laughs> who we received at the trade deadline. Oh, man. <laughs> P says, was Derpy even alive in 88? No. <laughs> no, P, he wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. That, Mike that, was barely alive in 88. I was eight years old in 88. I broke my arm in 88. My wrist. Um, and David David Peterson, his three and seven, is going to be pitching for the Mets with the 5.61 and 74 strikeouts on the season. So... Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website, man? TwoDumbYinsers.com. Head on over there for everything you need for the Two Dumb Yinsers, uh, especially links for – oh, God, if you just want to listen to the podcast, like Ryan will say, we have Spotify, but we are listed a lot of – multitude of places. We have links on the website that will take you there. So, yeah, TwoDumbYinsers.com, merch store on there. Buy your Bob Nothing merch to so- show your displeasure. The buck will sit in last place. I still want a guy named Corn on our team. That'll be great. <laughs> Corn Elder. Um, <laughs> that is just, it's just better and better. Are you right? Corn Elder. Corn Elder. All right, guys, we are sticking with the theme of Buffalo Bills trivia questions. A lot of these questions are going to be tragic because a lot of the Bills' history is tragic. I mean, I mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> This one is going to be, it's going to have something to do with this, with what you were talking about. So here we go. How many turnovers did the Bills have infamously have in Super Bowl 27? How many <laughs> turnovers did the Bills infamously have in Super Bowl 27? I could give you some hints, take a minute to think about that. We are live, everybody. We are live seven days a week from Monday to Sunday, every week right here. And if you uh, just want to listen to the show in podcast form, it upload, we upload it over on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. every day. So if you just want to throw the pods in, um, you know, take a run, maybe at the gym, listen to the show, you could do that because the new show, all new every day, gets uploaded at Spotify at 8 o'clock. All right, guys, question of the day is the Buffalo Bills question. How many turnovers did the Buffalo Bills infamously have in Super Bowl 27? P on the board says five. Well, that's a good guess. You want to take a stab at it, guys, or do you um, want me to give you – What I, Super Bowl I, was that? What, what team did they play? Uh, 27, that would have been three. Uh, I think it was a – I don't know. It was either the Giants, the Redskins, or the Cowboys, one of those three. Okay. You want me to give you numbers? And you just could see if you could see if you could pick between the numbers, or do you want to just no, take just a stab guess. at it? I think we should just guess. guess. Okay. Gonna, five's a really good one. P says five. Damn. You know what? I'm going to agree with P. I'm going with five. 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 Mike says five as well. Derpy, how many many, uh, turnovers? I'm going to go six. That's another good guess, too. All right. I'm going to lock you guys in. These are all locked in, everybody. How many turnovers did the Buffalo Bills infamously infamously have in 27th Super Bowl? In the 27th Super Bowl. (laughs) Mike, I, Super Bowl 27, Super Bowl 27, <laughs> 20, on, Super Bowl Brad. 7, Bowl, Super 25. Uh, so balls. everybody says five. Did you say five as well, Derpy? Derpy said six. I said six. Derpy said six. Okay, my fault. Um, 
of course, the answer is five by P, five by Mike, uh, six by Derpy. The answer to this question is nine. Ooh. Buffalo yeah, turned I, I the ball over nine times. Damn. I'm going to say Cowboys, it wasn't the right? Giants Super Bowl. It was a Cowboys Super Bowl. You're right. It was the first one, right? Damn. Yeah. That's not, yeah, That's yes. Because 27 would have been the first them, one, 28 would have been the second one, 29 would have been the 49ers Chargers, and 30, of course, was the Steelers Cowboys. So, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. It was the first Cowboys Super Bowl. Now that I, I think back on it, nine. The options were this, five, seven, nine, and 11. Do you think that would have helped you out any? Five, uh, seven, nine, and 11. Nah. I still you would have went with the five? five. I would have went with five. There you have it, everybody. Mike, you got anything before we get ready to take <laughs> off? I do like peace comment. Everybody getting fired. Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone's getting fired from that <laughs> game. Everyone's uh, getting fired on this show for Super 20 Bowl 7 Super. I, I don't know what that was. We're going to have to institute some kind of drug testing before we come on air or something. Or some kind of testing. AI that just, uh, yeah. yeah. I think AI might do better than you did today. Come on, man. Get, it, get yeah. your shit together. <laughs> AI do better than I do every day. No, no, no. Just today. Just today. You're the Oh, yeah. You remember, you remember some of the pictures we made, Mike, from the AI. The, uh, don't the make me bring thumbnails. it back. Don't make me remember the guy back. had the backward arm. The third leg. and shit The like third that. leg. And that stuff was fun. That stuff was, was something funny. that was so out of place. I can't remember what it was, but the guy was like hitting the other guy in the back of the head with a bat. Yeah, and like the little pirate skull ended up turning into almost a swastika. It was a stuff. Nazi song. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was. Rough. That's why I don't trust computer. That's why. Yeah, because they'll well, do like, shit oh, they, like this. Oh, they're like, oh, this guy got a German last name. He must like this stuff. And these but things anyway. are so much smarter than we are. You know, we're gonna be like, I oh, know. it's a swastika, but it's just a computer. Yeah, these things computer, are so much like, oh, smarter than to make we are. A skull. Wink, wink. Yeah, racist AI. Yeah. Get the computer. Here. I got nothing after that nonsense. Derp, you got anything? Don't take trust off the AI. Day? That's what I. Um, do. I'm gonna go with the saying: "We're not America's team. We are the Pittsburgh Steelers." That's right, baby. Couldn't agree more. Uh, my thing is this: I really, really hope. I really hope that this Elon Musk and Zuckerberg fight goes down. I will watch it. How much money do you think they'll make off of it if that happens? I don't know, but I think if I think that um something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> because like uh Zaki, he's training, he trains for these fights, man. He yeah. is cut and ripped and ready to go. And Elon Musk and I probably have like the same body type. Yeah, you so know, I don't think he's not gonna fare well. You're in school and you find out a couple of nerds are gonna fight after school, and you go to watch it's 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 comical, you know what I mean? They don't know how to fight, they're kind of just slapping each other and uh, I, I think Zuck would I think Zuck Zuck, man, I, I, I don't like I don't like either of these guys, but just going on to see online, it looks like Zuck actually actually trains trains. I don't like it. I don't, like it. I, don't tr- I don't trust a I don't trust a nerd who's also strong. That's uh, yeah, that, that's, we don't that's, need that. Pick that's one, shady, pick a lane, pick a lane, there, man. One or the other, either strong or nerdy. You can't have both. That's not fair to the rest of us. <laughs> Can it be a stock market fight? Hmm. No, I want to see him punching. I want to. I want to see. I want to see. I, see I, I, what I saw, it looks like Muskie's trying to back out of it. Oh no! Yeah. No. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to back out of it. So, I don't know. I'm keeping hope alive. Yeah. On that yeah. note. Yeah, on that note, anyway, uh, we do want to thank everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. For the two dumb users, Derby, Mike, myself, everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.
طيب